0: Welcome to Sports Scope, the most influential sports talk show in the nation. Stay tuned for updates and great sports content. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Sports Scope. I'm your host, Robert Butler, on this 19th day. Wow, we're really knocking up on Christmas now of uh, December here. Got a great show with you planned for tonight. Uh, I'm going to talk about last night's game. Uh, did, did did Seattle win it or did simply the Eagles lose it? Looks like the Eagles are having more and more internal problems um, than we first uh, thought that they may have. It's starting to leak out through, through the media, so I'll talk about that issue. Also, Bill's uh, I've seen this before. I've seen this before with the Buffalo Bills team. Uh, uh, their recent uh, uh, failures and setbacks have hardened this team, and I'm giving. I'll give you a few uh, potential um, uh, examples of why how, how other teams in the past have played like the Bills, been favorites, uh, underachieved, came back and won as, as major underdogs. Uh, Not guaranteeing that's going to happen here, but it looks like they possibly may be on that path. Plus, I'll give you my NFL Power Five. Good scope, bad scope, where I was right, where I was wrong. Uh, Let's first go ahead and get our first and only break out of the way. And I'll be back here in 49 seconds and we'll hit the ground running here on Sports Scope. Hello, SportsScope followers. The program has seen tremendous growth since going five days a week. I just wanted to thank everybody for your cash contributions and sharing the program uh, with friends and families. Just a reminder, if you want to contribute to the program, go to the Cash App, the word, the Cash Sign, and SportsScope. There are other ways to contribute to the program listed at the bottom of the screen. If you want to advertise on the program, go to sports, that is sports with an S, another S, scope, S-K-O-P-E at gmail.com, just like it's listed at the bottom of the screen. Thank you and enjoy the program. All righty then, let's jump right into last night's game. I think that's pretty interesting. Um, Listen, you know, I knew that Eagles somewhat had their hands full with Seattle, uh, banged up secondary, uh, uh, two picks there by the flu-driven Hurts. Uh, uh, Jalen Hurts, who had to fly separately, uh, he had to fly separately with the team. Mind you, that uh, some of the Cowboy players uh, had uh, flu-like symptoms as well. Uh, it's that time of year. Um I think that that may have affected both teams. Nobody's really talking about that, but I'm putting that together. Remember Seattle and uh, Seattle, uh, Philadelphia and Dallas played last week. Uh, you know, flu bug may, may have been going through uh, those two locker rooms. And listen, uh, the Eagles, uh, I just made some notes here before I get in my rant here. Uh, you know, up by 10, should have never blown that league for all that being said. Uh they got the former Patriots defensive coordinator Matt Patricia. Uh now he is on the sideline. Uh so they're they're starting to make adjustments to their defense uh as, as things go along. Uh Aikman, like I've seen, says Jalen Hurts, very even kill, even through good times and bad. But all that being said, it looks like AJ Brown's issues are growing. I saw him trending for the wrong reason last night. Um Uh, He shoved the defensive back on the sideline, Michael Jackson, for Seattle there. And I saw a clip where he wasn't blocking downfield for Hertz on the last drive when Hertz was rushing there. Uh, Last week, uh, he was publicly criticizing the scheme on offense, you know. uh, This is all A.J. Brown. This is all A.J. Brown. Um, You know, Carlos, that's funny. I, I never hear from you. When I'm, I'm winning on Saturday, that that's funny. How you just you don't never really watch the two games. But games that you pick, that you be winning, all of a sudden you – I, I kind of hear from – because I noticed that we had a huge game against the uh, 49ers and uh, Eagles uh, where the 49ers were beating the crap out of them in the second half. Uh, I don't know. Maybe he was out with the family that night. Maybe it's just a coincidence. But anyways, uh, so y- you look at this. And going back to A.J. Graham, he's publicly criticizing the scheme on offense last year. Uh, If you guys remember, he he was upset because he didn't get the ball in a blowout win against the Giants, you know? So it's, uh, you're starting to see, and, and this is what I was talking about coming into the season about the Eagles. Very talented team. That is exactly that is exactly how I would have built this team. Uh, offensive line, defensive line. If you're missing on players, go ahead and trade for a player. Uh, what Howie Roseman's done, He, he he's traded for A.J. Brown uh, a few years ago. He traded for Darius Slay. He used to be a Detroit line. So they're put together. The architect of this ch- team is almost – as perfect as you can be, other than Jalen Hurts. I didn't think he was going to work out, but he has grown into to be an MVP level uh, of of a player here, you know. But listen, you know, this A.J. Brown thing, I've said it about Stefan Diggs. They've got to – that thing is quieting down a little bit with Stefan with with the Bills because they're starting to play better. and And I thought, you know – they seem to have a little bit of momentum going. I'll talk about them in a little bit, but when things go bad, these receivers, they insinuate, they, they, uh, enhance. They're like lighter fluid on a fire. You see what I'm saying? Uh, but going back to what I was originally saying here, both offensive, new offensive coordinator, due defensive coordinator, uh, we, we go back here last week, what Nick Bosa said, uh, about keeping, um, keeping Jalen Hurts in uh, uh, in the pocket and not making his runs there. Now, of course, he did run for a couple of touchdowns here. But you're you're, you're short in his lanes. Uh, there's no uh, – uh, these, these are other observations, too, about their offense. There is no motion in their offense. There is no jet sweeps in their offense. Uh, they just line up and run. Uh, they're getting figured out. They're getting figured out, you know. And quite frankly, this morning when I woke up at about four o'clock in the morning uh, and started writing my notes, because I didn't see all the first half. What I did is recorded it, or all the second half. I recorded it and watched it. But Brian Johnson uh, was trending here. Brian Johnson was was trending here. Um, that's the offensive coordinator, uh, as far as Brian Johnson. Okay. So they've already made adjustments and and, and gave the power to uh, Matt Patricia, defensive coordinator, who just brought in as an analyst this past year. Okay, remember, their defensive coordinator is a head coach of Arizona. Their offensive coordinator, Steichkin, is having a pretty good year. He's he's in the playoff hunt there with the Indianapolis Colts with a backup quarterback here. So you've got a very young head coach. Nick Sirianni is not even 45 years old. And now he's having – to deal with what your Belichick's or Nick Saban's of the world early in his career, very young guy himself, having to replace both coordinators. Okay, being a young guy himself, uh, Dallas Goldert just coming back, uh, still one of the more talented rosters, maybe still player for player, the best roster in the league, even with their injuries, even with their injuries. But coaching is going to be a real issue. Uh, AJ Brown is going to be an issue. I said it to the Philly sports guy. You know, I said this to a Philly sports guy about AJ Brown. He's already publicly criticizing uh, before this game about the offensive uh, motion. They said we're predictable, we're running the same routes. And I'm telling you, this this is early. Uh, he said, "Well, you're really you're really panicking." Hey, listen. I'm not the one trending, you know. I'm not the one shoving a defensive back on the sideline. All right. Uh, I'm not the one not finishing out blocks. I don't play football, but I'm not the one finishing, not finishing out blocks that's getting caught. Now, he did all this stuff at Tennessee. He did, I'm out of Nashville. I watched a lot of Titans games. He he did a he delivered for the Titans. You know, he played his butt off. But I'm just telling you folks, uh he he's he starting to get some of these tendencies. And I'm about to bring up a name that a lot of the Philadelphia fans do not want to hear. This is very similar. Think about this for a second. This is very similar to the Tro Owens situation, okay? Owens was not originally a uh, Philadelphia Eagle member. He was a 49er back in 2004, I want to say. Donovan McNabb, very similar to Jalen Hurts. Very similar to Jalen Hurts, about the same height and stature, really. Hurts is a little quicker than he is, but and and, and uh, both somewhat quiet guys brought him in. Both look great early, right? All the accolades, both look great early. Owens complaining about a new contract, not getting the ball enough. That starts to bleed over. You're starting to see Owens uh follow, uh, from some of you old fans know about this. Follow around Donald McNabb on the sideline. The camera picks it up. They try to play it off. Things continue to mount. It blows over. Finally, Terrell Owens gets into a fight with uh, defensive tackle Hugh Douglas in the locker room, and eventually he's kicked off the team. I don't know if it'll get that bad, but it seems like it's going that in that direction. You know, with with AJ Brown. Um, so you know, I tell you what. It looks like the 2.0. It really does. And that was 20 years ago. It was back in 2005 here. So uh, I don't think that Seattle won that game. I, I think that Philadelphia lost that game. You know, uh, they've got to get back to running the ball. Uh, you say, well, they did run the ball. Well, they're still running the ball out of shotgun. You've got the best offensive line in football. They are like 27 out of 34. In the t- I thought they were better now. But they're 27 out of 34 on the tush push where the little rugby scrum there. Uh, and that's because Jason Kels, I know he's had a few false starts lately, but uh, Jason Kels, the brother there, is a Hall of Fame center. He is still blasting people off the line of scrimmage here, you know. And I know that that Hertz was playing uh, with the flu. You could see it in his eyes. Very sick, very lightheaded, gutted it out anyways. But you can't blow a 10-point lead. Say this out loud. You can't blow a 10-point lead to to uh, Drew Locke and uh, a, a team without Devin Singletary. You know, uh, so, so this one's going to haunt Seattle, or this is going to haunt Philadelphia for a long time, you know, on both sides of the ball, a little bit better defensively, but still not really where they need to be with Jalen Carter. Douglas, Hassan Reddick. I mean, these guys got player. I mean, where's Nolan Smith at? I mean, all these high draft picks here, you know? And I like what uh, Hertz said. Hey, look, we're just not playing well enough, you know? We're not committed. And I think he's talking about both sides of the ball, and I think he's taking a pot shot at A.J. Brown, who did not finish off his block, you know? So I do think that that, uh, if I'm Sirianni, For one thing, I have that talk with Brown. For another thing, um, they're probably going to have to make some staff changes here. Uh, And like I said, I don't know if you fire the offensive coordinator, but I don't know if it's going to be the offensive line coach, if it's going to be the wide receiver coach. Uh, Remember, the defensive back coach was fired by the Lions last year. They kept Aaron Glenn, and the Lions fixed what they fixed their issues on defense got a lot better, end up knocking Green Bay out of the playoffs last year, and now they're leading their division, coming off of another big win this particular week. So that's something Sarian is going to have to look and address to. He he is going to have to address. There's too much talent on this team. And quite frankly, they could still win out. They've got the Giants twice in the Arizona Cardinals, but this thing could turn into uh, an avalanche, if Sirianni doesn't nip it in the bud right now, I think Hurts uh, will be better. But I think they're going to have to get back to doing power football, doing more jet sweeps. They're going to have to do um, – they've got Quells, Watkins, Devontae Smith. Have these guys run behind the line of scrimmage here. Because this is one they're going to think about a while. Uh, I, you know, I wouldn't have blamed them. If they were lost to Buffalo. Uh, Dallas is really matched up really well with them uh, in, in time. San Francisco, we all kind of knew, for those of us who are not biased in any way, shape, form, or fashion, that they probably matched up really well and would be able to move the ball. They're 27th and 28th against the pass. Uh, So they're having problems on both sides, and they're just not living up to their talent level. I don't think they're overrated, considering the fact that they're mowing down people last year, even though this year's schedule is much lighter. Uh, But I do have a funny soundbite on a light note from – I do have a funny soundbite on a light note from uh, a gentleman I've had on the program, Philly sports fan. Jeez. Uh, By the way, Seattle has, Pete Carroll's never lost to the Eagles up there. So I don't know what he's doing to the Eagles. He's never lost to the Eagles. Listen to the Philly sports guy who made the trip from Philadelphia all the way to Seattle before the game. Listen up. Jamie Pags, who I've had on the program many a times, a great guest. So that was before the game. And this was after the game. Listen up. I... Not the ending I wanted. <laughs> Not the ending I wanted. This is a tough one. Tough pill to swallow. Congratulations to the Chiefs. Actually, that was from the Chiefs. <laughs> Let me hear it one more time. You know what? One, one more. What Playing pretty for Philadelphia here. One more time. This is after the loss to Seattle. If I not the ending I wanted. Not the ending I wanted. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, listen, uh, they have their hands full. Uh, some tough decisions to make. Uh, I do not think I'm overreacting. I, I, I do not think they're overreacting. Uh, but I do know this. Uh, management and ownership, the difference between Philadelphia and these other garbage teams out there, that will remain garbage forever. Um, they will get this right. They they will get this right in ahead uh, ahead of time. So, anyways, uh, Pick, uh, pickle says, "Great Philly. That, that kicker was ready for the winning kick. Eagles could have won the game on that field goal. Yeah, they should have, and it should have never made it close. You know, they should have never made it, but they didn't. That they, they they got beat, and 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 it is what it is. So." Uh, again, not sure if I want to fire Brian Johnson, the offensive coordinator there, but it does need a makeover. It, it needs it. There's too much talent on this team, you know. All righty then. Okay, th- th- let's go to the next big game here. Okay, let, let's let's talk Dallas. Okay, now Dallas after the Philadelphia game. You hear all the right stuff come out of uh, Dak, Prescott. You hear all the, the uh, uh, who, who was the other, uh, the defensive end there. Blanca Parsons saying the right things, head coach in there. And the truth of the matter is, the truth of the matter is that they are, um, uh, that game meant a lot more than they let on. The, the Eagles win. You know, they talked this big game, this and that. And you can see early on both sides of the ball. Now, they did have one of their best uh, run stoppers, this defensive tackle there uh, was out of that game before it started. But you can look and see that they were flat as a board. They were flat as a board in that game. And you never really – uh saw them pick up anything uh, from offense, defense. Uh, you, you've seen Dak. Uh, nobody's getting open. Uh, Zach Martin gets hurt in the middle of that game. I mean, everything that could go wrong did go wrong. Plus, you got to look at the fact that Dallas has not played that well on the road. Uh, you know, that you could just tell. Now, I think they'll bounce back this week. Looks like they're going to get some players back, uh, but you'll have to monitor it because they got to play Miami. But listen, uh, they gave up 266 yards rushing to James Cook. Uh, Dallas, Jonathan Hankins is who I was trying to think of earlier. Their best run defender was out. Uh, Dak Prescott, no touchdowns, one interception, making Cam Newton's take as a game manager look legit. Uh, His MVP talk just got silenced for a week. Uh, Buffalo's small run reminds me of a battle-tested teams who were blew out in years past, folks, and they made a run when we least expected, okay? And what I'm talking about is, let's go back about 20 years, all right? Let's go back about 20 years to the Steelers' And 2004, 2005. All right, Ben Roethlisberger, Ben Roethlisberger for this Steelers team takes up, Man, they—I mean, they have got Jerome Bennis, they got Paula, Mo- they've got Harrison. Uh, jo- I don't know, maybe not Harrison. Well, maybe Harrison. Joy Porter's on that team. You, you, you name it. I mean, just stack Ferrier. From, from uh, uh, defense to offense, uh, just a really good uh, – uh, Alan Fanick, I want to say he, he ended up making the Hall of Fame uh, on, on the offensive line there. Very tough physical team. Um, lost early in the season. Uh, Roethlisberger comes in. They go 15-1. and They beat the Patriots in the regular season. Dick LeBeau had that defense playing well. And – no rookie quarterback had ever led his team to the super bowl okay and sure enough afc championship game they play a red hot patriot team and they get another look at the pay, at, at the Steelers. and brady cuts through that defense like a hot knife through butter that's what he does he he cuts through that defense like a hot knife through butter And the Steelers go on to lose. They're going to lose that year. And, you know, so we come into the next season. There's all this hype here. We come into the next season, did not get off to the start that they had prior to it. Uh, That Steeler team, just a side note, they were uh, led by a guy named, I think it was uh, Maddox. I can't remember his name, but it makes no never mind. But they got to the playoffs here. They've got to playoffs in the years prior to Ford, and they got Ben Roethlisberger. this guy. nobody can pronounce his name right. He comes from Miami, Ohio. Again, then then they go to fifteen and one. The next year, they're barely making it to the playoffs. the The, the Bengals are really good, led by Carson Palmer that year. Uh, the The uh, The Colts are the best team in football. They're blowing teams out of the water here uh, that particular year. Edron James. Uh, Marvin Harrison's son's going to be a great draft pick here. So, so you're, you're looking at all this and you're thinking, well, oh, maybe Steelers. Maybe the year was last year. We know that the bus, Jerome Bennis, he's coming up on he's coming up on retirement. Uh, I didn't even. think I remember watching the playoffs that year. Not. I, I didn't even think about the Steelers. I thought, yeah, the Steelers are kind of, you know, they're good in the regular season. Um, not enough dynamic uh, on the offense. Even though I knew that it had Plexico and everybody. And sure enough, they they get in. They're like one of the last wild card teams in, you know. And that Steeler team went on the road. Now, Bengal fans do not want to hear this. I got I go to fan, I go to church with a Bengal fan. He talked about that year for for twenty minutes uh, a couple of weeks ago. So that playoff, Carson Carson Palmer, uh, uh, who was it? Uh, TJ Houshmanzada, Chad Johnson, uh, the Steelers knock out. They go down the field, score early. Steelers knock this guy out in, in in the in the first quarter. Knocked him out in the first quarter. Go on a roll, win that game. Tough, physical game. Win that game, right? Then they go on the road. That same team goes on the road. Nobody's picking them to play the the Colts. The Colts and Colts had, had snapped home home field advantage way beforehand. They two and three weeks before. Uh, that's how good that Colts team was. They were fourteen and two, but really, the really they could have been sixteen and zero easy that year. Just destroying teams. That Colts team. Uh, that was one of the best Colts team, if not the best regular season Colts team out there. Uh, good on offense, defense, and you know. I I I, compl- I I blame Tony Dungy for not playing his starters enough. They came in there flat. Everybody thought that the Colts, the first couple of drives, lining up to stop the run, lining up to stop the run, and it's, and it's pass, 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 touchdown. You know, long story short, that game, the Steelers beat them. The Steelers beat them. Mike Vanderjack, I think I talked about this a couple weeks ago, misses that long field goal, right? He misses that long field goal. So now we're saying, okay, there's no way they're going to go to Denver and beat them. They've already beat a couple of teams on the road, one of them being the one seed. They're not going to beat the two-seed Denver Broncos. It's not going to happen. They're not going to go to mile high and beat them. And sure enough, they did. Went to mile high, and then this wild card team, like a sixth seed, I want to say, goes on and beats the Seattle Seahawks in the Super Bowl. And they were outplayed early in that game. That was when Mike Homer was complaining about the flags and stuff. But that team had had his battle wounds before Roethlisberger. Tommy Maddox, yeah. that That's the quarterback. It was, they, had had, they had been playing well, playing well. They had made it to the playoffs a few years. And then they finally get over to hump. And I just mentioned that Colts team, you know uh it took years before Peyton Manning can actually win a playoff game if you guys recall you know then they finally get a really good season here they finally get home field then they get beat that year that 0-5-0-6 team right that 0506 team uh but then they then then they start to lose players uh they were upset Vanderjack made some comments and Peyton Manning's like listen um that our idiot quarterback gets liquored up and say, we're not serious about winning. So they got rid of the guy. They got rid of Vanderjack, got uh, Adam Vinatieri. So they go out and get Adam Vinatieri. I'm writing off the Colts as choke artists. Uh, i don't seen enough of the Colts. Manning drafted in 98. Uh, 90, uh, 98, they were terrible, but 99 gets a playoffs. Titans, put them out in their playoff game. It, they, they, early 2000, 2001, two, they get humiliated. They get mutilated by the Patriots. You know, we've seen Peyton Manning getting all huffy and puffy here. And this team, not as good, not as good in those 06 and those 07. But I made some notes here. They got a guy named uh, Andrew James. They lose him in free agency, right? Then they get this rookie named Joseph Adab. They get this guy named out of LSU. And they've got this uh, safety here. They've always had problems stopping a run. So they get this safety. Bob Sanders uh really helps them out with a run. You know, everybody, include myself, wrote that team off. Peyton will never win anything. He's a choke artist. Uh, because yeah, you know, I've been following the guy since he was Tennessee, choke against Florida, you know, blah, blah, blah. Well, they got down at home that year, with this rookie running back, um, 21 points at home you know but they had been hardened and humiliated for year after year after year leading up to that and I I stopped watching that game I, I was at work I got off work what about my sisters what there was a real popular show called Desperate Housewives back in them days and you know chilling at my sister's house then the news comes on and I find out that they came back and won and got to the they came back against their nemesis the New England Patriots and, and, and 21 points down, it was the most defining moment of Peyton Manning's career uh, up to that point. The guy comes back 21 points down, uh, led by a rookie running back here, Joseph Adai, and this no-name safety that helps out with the run, and they, 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 they beat their nemesis. They finally get over the hump, and then they went on to win the Super Bowl. James Cook – James Cook has – this kind of feels like that team. This team is not as good. I'm not saying – I'm not guaranteeing you this is that Buffalo team. But, you know, last year's team, the team the year before that, Tredavious White, Vaughn Jr., you're looking at all these big, big names here. You know, this team – fit. you know, they, it seemed like their time has passed. The Josh Allen's getting paid more money. I'm already getting rid of McDermott. Here, okay. They cannot run the football. Uh, they got rid of Devin Singletary, who's having a good year with Houston Texans. Ran up on here, and now over the last two games, James White, he is averaging a hundred and seventy something all-purpose yards. He had over two hundred against um, Dallas alone. Okay, I'm not saying that this is those two teams. But if you look at the Bills here and James White, he's a young, what's he, a second year guy, right, Carlos? So you look at that and you say, okay, this team right here, they've got to play at the Chargers, who just fired their coach. Half the team is hurt, you know, next week, next Saturday, the day before Christmas Eve, this Saturday, excuse me. Then they got to play the dreadful. New England Patriots at home, and then they this could decide the division. Miami should have lost that game to Tennessee. Now that, because Miami still got to play Baltimore, uh, and then they got to play Buffalo head up, and they got Dallas this week—a ticked off Dallas team. So Buffalo can essentially win the division, you know. But this is the team that we're not expecting. I've already wrote Buffalo off. You know, I thought Dallas was going to take them out of the misery. This past week, Uh, I thought they would, because because of the timing, I thought they would beat Kansas City. But you look at this, James Cook, if they continue to ride this James, and that's what I would do. I said, we're going to listen, there is no Joe Burrow that's had their number. Okay. Uh, They've already shown they can beat, um, they've already shown they can beat Patrick Mahomes. Okay. They match up really well against Buffalo or Baltimore, although this Baltimore team is really good, is really good. Um, This team does not have the best players on paper, but they've had injuries. I think about the 2010 Green Bay Packers, you know, similar a lot of injuries, rolled off, this kind of a – and you could see them getting healthy at the right time. This is an odd year. There's not a lot of great teams in the league this year. I mean, the 49ers were fully healthy. That's a big if, though. They're always getting banged up, you know? And they still got a rough ride, the 49ers. So if I'm Buffalo here, you've got the co- – and plus I just read in Rappaport says their defensive tackle, Daquan Jones, who's been on IR, one of their best uh, defenders, uh, opened the 21-day practice window from IR. So – they're getting healthy at the right time. Uh, they do not need – they fired their offensive coordinator. Everybody is, is, is on the line to win or lose here. I mean, it, it their backs are against the wall, you know. They're way up there in Buffalo. They ain't got nothing to worry about but football, kind of like Green Bay, even though Green Bay lost last week. I'll talk about them tomorrow. So those two teams I mentioned, that's the model. Those two teams – had Unsung heroes, you know. That Stiller team had a running back nobody never heard of. You know. Um I can look up, I can look up his name. Um now that I'm thinking about it. But that um, but that Colt team, Joseph Adai, whoever thought Eric, man, you lose Adrian James well, die carried him, you know. The uh Joseph Adai. Carried that team. I'm trying to see if I can find it here. Willie Parker. That's what I was thinking about. Willie Parker. Antoine Randall, Heath Barr Miller. He was a rookie. He was... all I didn't think Heath Barr was on that team. That's too... That, so, uh, right now, they're not even in the playoffs. They're tied in the hunt. but well, you got three games to go. And they're going to be favored... And all three, likely, the Bills will be, you know. But, again, nobody really paid attention to that 05 team of Steelers. You know, you had guys, Heinz Ward, Heath Miller, Alan Fanica was a Hall of Famer. I just mentioned him. Uh, Troy Polamalu, Ike Taylor, Joey Porter, Larry Foote. Uh, man, I mean, that, that was a really good team. And everybody wrote them off. Everybody wrote them. You know, so um, if they continue to do this power football, uh, they and, and keep that time of possession, yeah, yeah, they could win out, and they're going to be hard to deal with in the playoffs. That's a big if, though. That's a big. Ill. You got to be playing good at the right time. I've said that in about the baseball playoff. Everybody, Braves, this, Bra- watch out. Who's playing good in late September and October? July don't count. That's just passing the time. You know. July don't count. Now, some teams in, in baseball and in football, they go through ebbs and flows, you know, ebbs and flow. And maybe that's what the the, the, the Eagles are going through. I doubt it. I doubt it. But um, it's interesting food for thought. Okay. Good scope, bad scope. Boy, I, was right, I was right about some things, and I, I'm always wrong about some things, and I own it. You know, I got that from the Colin Coward show, and, and, and I own it myself. Okay. Now, good scope. Go back to the Eagles. Last year, said this before, 32nd rank schedule. Okay. Took the lead by storm, almost dominated from start to finish. Said with the first rank level of difficulty they wouldn't make it back. And even when the NFC East, which they, they're right now, if the play, if the season ended today, for whatever reason, God forbid. They they would be a wall card. They would not be NFC East winners. So um they're not gonna win the Super Bowl. I don't think they're gonna get back. They got a lot of problems here. I think I was right about that. Uh and also, you know, same thing with Kansas City Mahomes defense keeps giving up too many big plays. Uh well, I'm still actually uh what 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 am I saying here? Okay. I'm, I'm just saying it's about the Eagles. Three-game losing streak. Could have been five if Buffalo gets one more stop. Uh, if, if Mahomes hits that receiver, uh, you know, they're already moving around the defensive people. Uh, A.J. Brown, problems brewing. Super Bowl pre not looking good, okay? Bad scope. Taking Dallas players' word that it was a business-like win over Philadelphia last week. Again, they gave up 200 yards rushing to James Cook and the, and the Buffalo Bills. And, yeah, the defensive tackle was out. But offensively, there were no show as well in Buffalo. They got overwhelmed, and it showed. You know, uh, good scope. Not totally going to give up on Cincinnati. Uh, I, I, I said I wouldn't. I, I, th- I thought Cincinnati would win last week. Uh, they were pushed really hard against Minnesota. But listen, you love or hate a Cincinnati, all right? But the truth about Cincinnati is they've been to two AFC Championship games. Whether you love them or not, uh, that's not a fluke. Okay, uh, uh, Jake Browning, Zach Taylor's done a good job. Now the injuries are starting to mount up. I know DJ Britter got hurt. I think T Higgins may have got hurt again, or no, not T Higgins. Jamar Chase uh, got some kind of sprained AC joint. They may fade, but they they've played well with Jake Browning, and kudos to them. Big win over the Colts on Saturday. Or, no, not the Colts, I'm sorry. Well, they did the other day, but big win over Minnesota Vikings Saturday when the Vikings seemed like they had them down and, and, and out, okay? Bad scope. Thinking of Green Bay going on a big run after, um, after their big wins over The um, Kansas City Chiefs and Detroit Lions, listen, folks, they're simply just a young team. You can see the ebbs and flows of the Green Bay Packers. Nobody's hardly even uh, uh, paying attention to them. But uh, I was wrong about that. (laughs) I mean, you cannot lose to uh, – You cannot lose to Tampa and the Giants here, Uh, you know. But Love got outplayed by Baker Mayfield, you know. It is what it is. Not a big Baker Mayfield fan, but he did. He got beat by Baker Mayfield. Good scope. Be careful against teams with late bye weeks in December. I've said that early on. Week before last, there was two. um, every, Every team coming off of bye week one. Now, last week... Of course, uh, that wasn't the case, but those were very tight games there. Uh, and, and, um, and, uh, even, um, even the Rams had to hang on at the very end there. And, and, and Buffalo's still riding it. They come back, they regroup late by late November, early December. And, uh, and, and it's really helped them out here. So we'll see how it goes here. Um, yeah, so the late bye. Remember the the Tampa Bay Bucks had a late bye. They were like what eight and five or something like that. People rolled them off. They they lost to the Bears and in twenty twenty. And after their bye week, they go on a run. We we'll go and win the whole thing, you know, including a win up in Lambeau Field. So it is what it is. Pickle says Becker Mayfield. Perfect quarterback, right? Yeah, I, I just and the defense—they're up and down. They're up and down, so they've got to make some adjustments on defense. They may have to let some staff go on defense as far as coaching, because I don't think the Green um, Green Bay is just not playing up the par. I mean, it's like they like they were filling themselves a little bit, and uh, and they kept I mean, you go out and you beat Detroit like that, and then you beat Kansas, two two division leaders, and then you lose to a team again. Giants were awful by week, and they thought that was a fluke. They took Tampa lightly, and, and they got beat. Got beat at home by Baker Mayfield, and I can add that into a bad scope. I thought they were going to be um, the Tampa Bay Bucks. I thought they were going to be one of the worst teams in the league. I I I, I predicted they would be down there with Arizona, and uh, be looking to draft another quarterback. Now, if you're a Tampa fan, you hope this is just not food. Remember, you're in the worst. They're 7-7. and They're not great. You're in the worst division in football, okay, record-wise. NFC South is not even close, folks. NFC South is a very bad division. Somebody could win that division without a winning record. And what if Baker Mayfield leads you to a division win and you luck up and win a playoff game? Do you roll back with Baker Mayfield, you know, and that coaching staff there uh, when when you've won, what, eight games, seven and a half, seven, eight games, nine games, something like that? I mean, it it, it could be a little fool's gold. Uh, If an opportunity is there to get a better quarterback, I probably would. But, uh, again, maybe maybe they went two or three. I don't know. I doubt it. I doubt it. You know. So, anyways. Okay. Let's go to the Power Five here. Okay? Alrighty, then. And, you know what? This took me forever. You know, I was, um, uh, and I've been recording some of these Christmas movies, some of my favorites, Christmas Vacation, with Chevy Chase and Home Alone, even though there's a TV version of Home Alone. It was what not bad. Not bad. I, I was doing some notes here. And it took me the longest this week to put together a Power Five because there's not that many great teams right now. There's just good teams from week to week with matchups. So this playoff is could be full of surprises, you know. Anybody can beat anybody. I mean – Yeah, if San Francisco stays healthy a whole game, yeah, they could probably be be favored against anybody. I get it. But San Francisco's the type of team, like they played Cleveland, that they're that type of team that could get two or three injuries and a half, and you're down a starting quarterback, a left tackle, and your best weapon uh, at receiver, you know, a Debo Samuel, like they were against Cleveland and a missed kick or something, and before you know it, you're looking up and and you've got the L. You've got the major L there. So, And San Francisco may be that team that's kind of like I was talking about with with Pittsburgh there that uh, back 20 years ago where they've been and and the Colts, they've been close, close, close. They're battle-tested, hardened, and they're ready to go. So, anyways, let's get back to it here. Like I said, it took me forever to come up with this list today. Uh, But I still put Kansas City at number five. Okay. Uh, They come back against Kansas City after losing to Buffalo. Kansas City goes on the road and covers that nine-and-a-half-point spread. Uh, They will get their left tackle back. He's questionable now. He's not doubtful. Uh, Donovan Smith, who's been out, uh, that was one of the reasons why I picked Buffalo to beat them. You know, and listen, hey, Rashi Rice. I've been high on him for the past six, eight weeks. Pickles uh, nine catches, ninety yards, and a touchdown for uh, uh, the Kansas City's leading receiver. Now, listen, I'm telling you, I, I warned you about this at the very beginning of the season, even in the preseason, that Kansas City. They're not going to be able to rely on Travis Kelce throughout the whole season. I predicted that uh, he's he's 34. All right, and they don't have a a major major other threat here. He's he's too dependent on. He was being too dependent on. Uh, I said this is going to be the year where he probably falls apart. Missed opening week, been kind of banged up all year. Teams are doubling him. He can't shed the double team like he used to just last year. All right? Uh, You're starting to see that. Now, do you want to say the Taylor Swift thing? I don't know. You can add that in. You can add the Taylor Swift thing in. But either way, but this young guy, this Rashid Rice, now he's a rookie. He would be their unsung hero. Uh, You know, uh, 90 yards last two games touchdowns last couple of games here uh over 100 against the Raiders a couple of weeks back starting to develop at the, you, what they're essentially doing they're making uh um basically Mahomes is being forced to work with other players you know and this is a good thing you can't be dependent on one guy you know this is a good thing they're probably gonna need to make a trade at some point uh or some maybe a Tennessee trades a DeAndre Hopkins to them for a third round pick and maybe a future pick later, and Tennessee goes out and signs another big free agent guy like a T Higgins will be available, somebody like that, you know, um, possibly. But they're going to need another vet here uh, to to work with, with with Mahomes. But for this year, uh, I do like Rasheed Rice. He he's he's hit. Sky Moore was not. Justin Watson's already hurt. Uh, Valdez Scanlon, we've seen his drops already. Juju Smith-Schuster's a Patriot now. Tariq is down with Miami. But, hey, listen, they still got a really good defense here. They bounce back. Uh, Isaiah Pacheco, he's supposed to be possibly back this week uh, when when they play again this week here. Plus, after the Denver loss, uh, now they're back in. uh, They got a comfortable two-game lead in the AFC West, Denver's kind of falling off a little bit. Um, I'll talk about them tomorrow. But, you know, Andy Reid, uh, you, you're looking at Andy Reid. You're looking at uh, um, Patrick Mahomes. You're looking at a really good secondary defense. Chris Jones, you don't need that many big plays. You just need the big plays at the, the right time, and they've got to clean up their penalties Get Kadarius Tony lining up on sides and give him some easier uh, looks here, and I think they're going to be fine. So I still got them at five. Remember, they did beat Miami by twenty-one, and they're a pass away from beating. Uh, uh, I mean, really, if they're you know if the refs miss that call, they they probably beat Buffalo. They probably beat. I mean, and this is when they're struggling. I mean, I'm glad they didn't. I'm tired of looking at them, but I got I got I to be honest about the. the there's still a hard mother bleeper to beat, Pickles. So I still got them at five here. Um Kansas City Chiefs. Okay, now you can laugh all you want to, but listen, uh, I, I pushed Dallas up to I still got Dallas in the top five. Uh, they've had some injuries. Uh again, Zach Martin went down. I, I mentioned their defensive tackle there. With their rest best run defender went down the other day. Uh, they seem to have back, they've seemed to bounce. Back from these type of thing uh, games. Remember, they blew out the Rams, and Rams are pretty good. Rams are in the playoffs, by the way, because that big win over Washington. They have they have creeped back into the playoff hunt. If the playoffs started, they and they blew the Rams out. Okay, and they they did beat the Eagles. They're in first place. Okay, they're going to get a home game if it started today. If it started today, here, uh, I do think that they will bounce back. Um depending on who's who's playing uh, against Miami heard something today. They'll have more fans than, than the, than the uh, Dolphins will. I can't I, the Cowboys and Steelers are so popular, man. Okay. Uh, now this one's very controversial. Nobody, nobody, nobody's going to say this, what I'm about to say. But number three, judging by the last two wins, Judging by the next three games, they'll likely be favored in all three, even at Miami. Uh, I got the bills, Pickles. I got the bills, man. Uh, again, James Cook, 175 all-purpose yards, okay? This team still may be a Super Bowl sleeper. I see them running the table and ending the season at 11-6. and six. Uh, You're going to make the playoffs here, you know? You'll make the playoffs here uh, if you go 11 and 6. Nobody in FC wants to play this team, including the Ravens. They match up well against the Ravens fans. Uh, the Ravens got another player to get hurt today. I'll talk about them in a minute. But the Bills I got is number three. Again, I'm looking who's playing well when it's cold outside. This is how the Bengals were playing two years ago. This is how the Bengals were playing. Last year, when they got to the FC Championship game, that's how the Bills are playing. Now, hey, listen. If they go out to L.A. and lay an egg with the L.A. Chargers, that's a Bills problem. That's a Sean McDermott problem. But I got them in number three. Okay, okay, number two. Now, this is pretty easy. I mean, Ravens, to go on the road. I, I predicted the Ravens would win. I said pick them against the spread. We talked about it with Carlos Madnil Chavez, that the Ravens would beat the – uh, Jags there, uh, but now, again, like every year, the Ravens, the Ravens have lost another running back here. This Keaton Mitchell. Now they still got Gus Edwards, but Mitchell was really exploding out of the backfield here. Uh So he's done with the ACL. Still got Gus Edwards here. They you know again lead the league in sacks. Lamar Jackson. Listen. He might win the MVP this year. He might win it. Now, they got to play, and I'll talk about this Friday with Carlos, I'll talk about it Thursday, about the meaning of this particular game. they got to play the 49ers on Christmas night, I want to say. I was hoping that would have been on Sunday night, Christmas Eve, but I think they play Christmas night. Either way, that's going to be a good game. If If Lamar Jackson can play well that game, and they got Miami coming up, and I want to say they got Pittsburgh. Say if they run the table. If they run the table and Lamar plays great there, he's your MVP again. And I totally wrote this guy off for years. So he he's right there in the MVP conversation here. Um, uh, it depends on how they finish again. Listen, they got the one seed right now. They got their one seed in the AFC. Okay, and, of course, last but not least, listen, the 49ers, they've got two guys in MVP talk. Christian McCaffrey has now been coming up in MVP talk. He had – Christian McCaffrey had 39 fantasy points against Arizona Pickles last Sunday night. Uh, Of course, Brock Purdy, uh, listen, uh, I found some more stats here on this guy, and he just continues – to kick butt and take names. Um, uh, Most yards, NFL CBS put this out. Most yards per attempt in a single season over the past 20 years, minimum of 300 attempts. Brock Purdy, 9.9. He's the best. Matt Ryan, 9.3 in 2016. Aaron Rodgers, 9.2 in 2011. Peyton Manning, 9.2. In 2004, all won MVP. I'm going to be here for a while. So you got to get to know me. Like 50 Cent said in that song. Here's a caveat to that. Here's a caveat to that. Uh, All those teams lost the Super Bowl. Now, Matt Ryan should have won in 2016, 28 3. So that, you know, uh, they, depending on who they play, not not to be not to be, you know, Debbie Downer, but again, 49ers are the best team. Uh, they are five and a half point favorites. They're at home against the Ravens, okay? Uh, I know that Lamar's got this great record. I think he's 18 and 1 or something. It's NFC teams. Almost got lost to uh, the Rams. Their Rams had them beat. And of course they came back and beat the Rams, but um Here's Here's a little backlog on that. This 49er team, a lot of those players played at Baltimore back in 19 when the Ravens were the one seed and the 49ers made it to the Super Bowl. That was a three-point game at Baltimore, at Baltimore. Now, this one's going to be played in Santa Clara in San Francisco. That was in Lamar's second year. Now we're in Lamar's – now we're in Lamar. You know, he, he's, uh, what, five, six years into the game. So, he, he's gotten a whole lot better, much better receiving core around him. Now, that being said, their secondary, uh, it's suspect. It's not as good as it used to be, the Ravens. So, that's going to be a game to really – I'll have to really break that game down and analyze it. Uh, but, yeah, I've got the 49ers at one um, – And pickle says maybe Trent Williams should get votes, too. I mean, when you start throwing out all these names, then what about Devo Samuel? He's been on a tear. He's had multiple touchdown games, you know? I mean, they're coming at you from different angles here. They've got Chase Young. They've got Nick Bolsa. They've got Terry and Armstead. They've got Javon Hargrove. Uh, They've got Fred Warner. I think he had a pick six the other day. Um the middle linebacker, I mean, they, they they got what it takes, you know. They got what it takes. They just got to stay healthy. So you got 49ers, Ravens, Bills. I know that's a controversial. Cowboys and the Kansas City Chiefs. I know the Miami Dolphins are there. Uh, Detroit's there. Um, Dolphins, I just don't know about that. I mean, the Dolphins, you know, uh, they have problems with physical teams. So does the Cowboys. They play each other. Okay, Uh, the Eagles have a lot of internal problems right now. Um, They have problems with players. Uh, I I think AJ Brown's turning into a problem. Uh, They have uh, players not buying in to the offensive coordinator. I think it's Brian Johnson. Hashtag Brian Johnson was trending. That's why I didn't put the Eagles in there. They're on a three-game losing streak. You cannot lose. You cannot lose to Seattle. You can't lose to Drew Locke. I don't care if it is played in Seattle, you know, not with that line. They should have lined up and did a seven, eight-minute drive for touchdown, seven, eight-minute drive for touchdown, seven, eight-minute drive for touchdown, and, and 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 Locke would have been lucky to get a first down if, it was, if I was coaching that team, you know? I mean, if I had, if you have the right kind of coach like a, like a Belichick, don't let Belichick – if you had a Belichick say, okay, you coach this team for a night, and he would have took that Eagles team, and they would have mopped the floor with Seattle. In Seattle. In Seattle. They should have, you know. So there's some internal problems. I'm just trying to explain to you all folks why I did not put uh, the Eagles, who are 10-4, you know, and still have a chance at the one seed. That's why I stood it. I didn't put them – in the top five. I I just don't trust the Eagles right now. Too many internal problems there, folks. Uh, So uh, anyways, be back tomorrow. I know there's a lot more storylines here. And I know that there's a story about Rashard Manning Hall, some smart comment, former Steeler made. Um, I'll talk about that tomorrow here. Uh, Talk about the uh, Denver and, and Detroit uh, t- I'll talk about that tomorrow as well. What else did I say? I, I may go a little bit more on the Baker Mayfield thing. Okay, I'll uh, talk about the Bears. You know, and Kevin Stefanski. Nobody's talking about Kevin Stefanski for Cleveland. How many quarterbacks have they had now? Three, four, four quarterbacks in Cleveland. And if the season ended today, Cleveland would be in the playoffs. You know. Stefanski, how many rabbits can you pull out of your hat, man? You know? So uh, this is stuff, uh, the Jets situation, you know? Get blown out again. I'll talk about Aaron Rodgers. And listen, you know, I don't want anybody to lose their job. But listen, I I think uh, I was going to put Robert Salah in there. But it's looking more and more like he might be on a hot seat here in the next few weeks with the Jets. So uh, they need to show some fight, man. They, they, they needed to show some fight here. So if you like the show, share the show. I'll be back tomorrow. We'll get into all that stuff, okay? Same time, same place here on SportsCope. Good crowd tonight. Thank you, everybody.